This is the Let's Get Real Estate Show with your host, Danielle Chason. Full-time investor, strategic consultant, motivational coach, sought-after speaker, and host of your number one real estate investing show, Let's Get Real Estate, where real people are doing real estate. Hey, hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Get Real Estate Podcast. My name is Jose J. Garcia with Danielle Chason. How you doing? Hey, Jose. I am good. How are you? Are you the new host of the Let's Get Real Estate podcast? Uh, apparently so. Nope. I'm here. <laughs> apparently today. <laughs> no, thank you for that intro. Woo, woo. Welcome, everybody, to the Let's Get Real Estate podcast. Uh, here where we're bringing on people to try to uh, bring solutions to the problems that people encounter in real estate and uh, finding creative solutions, really. And today we've got Jose J. Garcia with us in the house. Woo, woo. Again, um, Jose is a mobile home specialist and this is what he does. He's really found his niche in real estate doing mobile home parks and mobile home units. And uh, yeah, we talked about evaluating mobile homes last time on the podcast and I'm glad you're back. Thanks for coming back, Jose. Um, today, just wanted to talk about you know, how, do you break, how do you break into that space? Uh, that's what I want to know. I want to know how do you get into that space? Because I think a lot of people want to get into it, but they just don't know how. So we'll talk about that. But first, I want you to tell us a little bit about Jose, Jose Garcia and, um, and you know, how did you get into this? Absolutely. And for those that don't know manufactured housing and real estate, by the way, I say it is the hidden but very profitable side of real estate. So for those of you interested, low risk, even high reward. But yes, uh, Danielle, thank you for that. So my name is Jose J. Garcia. I have been investing in mobile homes for right at seven years at this time. I am a investor, coach, and mentor. We have a university along with that. But I started seven years ago trying to get into real estate, trying to invest, be that next uh, luxury real estate, flipping them, et cetera, and easier said than done. So uh, never happened. I'm glad it didn't happen because I did find my niche within. But when I first started, I uh, invested in one mobile home solo. Uh, I rehabbed it myself, came in, bought it after many no's, reaching out to mobile home park owners, a yes come around. And even backtracked a little bit to that is I just did not have the means, the funds, the money to invest in real estate. You know, if uh, if I knew networking then, it might have been different, but I did not. So I did what I needed to. And I'm glad I stumbled upon mobile homes. But after that one, yes, I was able to come in and basically rehab it myself, fix whatever was broken. And after a, I think a couple months, I became a landlord. I put it out on the market and I had it and had a tenant. And that was the beginning of my mobile home investing. Uh, slide forward to that. That same year, I ended up doing 10 units, 10 mobile homes where they were all rentals and I was a full on landlord. Um, a lot of love and some dislike to that. There's nothing with landlords, but it comes with a big responsibility. Uh, fast forward seven years after that, I have done over 400 transactions, mobile home uh, investments, and we now are a one stop shop to mobile homes along with coaching, like I mentioned with the university. Wow. Wow, you've been busy, my friend. Amazing. And yeah, and I mean, you've got your niche, you know, and you're out there and you're helping people learn how to do it and stuff. You know, uh, it is a profitable, profitable market. Everybody knows that, but nobody knows uh, exactly how to, what does that mean? Okay, there's, you know, it's a, it's a good profitable niche, but nobody knows what that means or what that looks like and trying to value it. So for those of you who didn't see it, there is a past podcast that we had Jose on. We talked about valuating um the mobile home parks and the mobile home units and um so yeah so it, because it's really tough to value because there's just not a whole lot of sales and a whole lot of 
spaces where you can see those comps. So anyhow, we did talk about that a little bit. Uh, but today, <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how, how do we find the deals? So we talked about valuating them, but you got to find them first before you can even start valuating them. So I'm curious, Jose, like, how is it that you've managed to get over 400 units in such a short period of time? And uh, like, how, how do you find the deals? Because they're not necessarily on MLS. No, they're not. So they are typically not listed on really any real estate site that you would, not unless they have land or something massive per se, different states use different, but no. So these here are all about making phone calls. You have to, you have to get out of that comfort zone and start making these phone calls to park owners, park managers, and even direct sellers. So in mobile homes, there's three different types of sellers. You have a park owner, you have a park manager, and you have a direct seller, means somebody who lives in it and is selling or needs to sell. You have to be able to call these people up and basically, are you selling? Wow. And then how do you, <laughs> look at that. Let me see that cup. Let me see that cup. What do you got there? This was a gift. <laughs> Let's see. Best coach ever. Oh, you found my cup. I lost that cup. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So yeah, it was a gift. You had a student give you. <laughs> Yes. You had a student give you that? Tell me about that. A student, uh, she did phenomenal. She um she was evaluating wrong. That was the first podcast. She was she was trying to pay too much for a home. That's how I I, I actually met her and then it just went from there. But yes. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Like, you know, that's just a that's just a testament, you know, when your students are giving you stuff like that. That really is a testament to, you know, what you're doing with people and changing their lives and helping them grow. I mean, that's really, that's really positive reinforcement right there and validation just to show that, you know, you're helping people. And I love that. I love that. That's why you're, you're here. So uh, yeah, sorry. I just squirreled there for a half a minute. Let's go back to uh, sellers. So how do you, how do you, like, what do you tell people when you're calling them? Cause I mean, I can tell you right now, I love to talk, but for me to call a park owner, and if I were to say, hey, look, I, I'd like to buy your park, they're just going to say, nope, not for sale, and then hang up the phone on me. So, you know, like what, you know, how do you start the conversation? How do you get that going? Especially if you don't know anything about mobile home parks, how do you build rapport with that park owner? So parks in itself could be a quick conversation. Um, they either are or they're not. But if it's mobile homes, individual ones that you're looking to invest in, buy in the park, so by three different sellers, you know, the park owners will definitely be the easiest ones to speak to and also the ones that will be able to give you the most access to any and everything. Um, but a park owner understands from a business standpoint. So you have to speak to them that way. You approach each one very differently. You talk to each one very differently. Uh, I obviously prefer a park owner because I can talk numbers with them and they will understand this. One thing that park owners, park managers uh, tend to, you know, it's one of those where you, once you see something over and over, it kind of just blends in. You don't even realize it. And by that, I'm meaning, okay, if they have 10, 15 mobile homes that are just sitting, distressed, doing nothing, not making them any money, after a while, they're just kind of there. So that's one way when I approach a park owner, as I may mention, because what I do is I typically take a stroll through the park. I may count them down. All right, this one looks distressed. This one looks beat up. This one's not making any money. And then what I want to do is I want to find out what the lot rent is. So let's just say for easy numbers, 500. That's kind of high, but 500. And I find that there's 10 units. Then when I have this conversation with the park owner, I'm going to mention what I do, what I'm trying to invest in. And, you know, always be transparent for one. But I mentioned, you know, I noticed 10 units, 10 mobile homes that were just sitting there making you no money. 
Now, if you add that up, Mr. Park Owner, by the 500, it is what? You know, now you're letting them see like, oh, I didn't realize or, or they forgot. So now you're pointing something that when you hang up that phone or leave their office, I always tell my students or investors this, they should be wondering, where have you been this whole time? It's all about letting them know those things that they already should know, but you're pointing them back up. You're making it a win-win situation. When you add these numbers in front of them and then you tell them on top of that, because here's the thing about a park is obviously they got into to, to make money, not to lose money. Uh, but on top of that is they're losing money on each one of these paths that the homes are just sitting doing nothing. At the end of the year, they have to pay taxes on these homes. So now these are not just um, not making them any money. They're costing them money. So now they need you. That They went from introduction to talking to you to now suddenly I need of your services. And that's what you want to do is make, make it a win-win. Uh, with that. So that would be to the park owner, how a conversation would typically go. Wow. And you know what? I know, um, I know that I'm sure that you have in your mobile home university, uh, which is Garcia MHU.com. I know there you probably have like all encompassing. We can't, I, we can't possibly get into all the nitty gritty and the details now, but I'm sure you have scripts for talking to the different people. And that's where you can really help and guide people. You know, th these are the, these are the scripts. This is where, you, you know, kind of a starting point and you hand that out to them. So, um, but I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. So that's with the park owner. What about the, what about if you were going to the seller direct, like if you were just going straight to the seller, what does that look like? Yeah. So that one is huge. Definitely. You know, a direct seller either wants to sell or needs to sell. And that may be the same for real estate, obviously, but I, I like to find out a little more in depth without getting too personal. When I started investing in mobile homes seven years ago, there was nobody. And I know there were investors out there investing in mobile homes, but it was very low key, not like it is today. And obviously I contribute that by coaching people to do so. But there is a bird dog, a wholesaler, a flipper, a rehabber in every corner. Everybody knows mobile homes and everybody wants to get into mobile homes now. Now, what that has done is I think it's a beautiful thing, more to network, but it has also given a seller many options. Whereas before I could pass up a deal, not necessarily pass up, but maybe hold on to a deal. I could come back two months later and the deal was still there. It's not there now. It's not there two hours later. So they have options. Mm -hmm. When you approach a seller, always approach them with why they should sell you. Why should they do business with you? Don't just be another number or another investor. You know, a direct seller is going to want to sell to whoever gives the extra dollar, period. You're just a number to them. So one thing that we do when we approach them is how can we help? A lot of times, especially if a seller is losing their house, you know, this lot rent thing is an every month thing. And sometimes, especially when, you know, I don't want to mention Corona, that's on its way out hopefully soon. But that that has done, along with many, anything else that can put a uh, strain on anybody, if they start getting behind on this lot rent, that's usually the end of their time there. They have to go. Uh, that lot run is not going anywhere. They have to continue to pay. And at one point, they're getting evicted by the park, which means that they have to sell if they can't catch up the bill. So I want to ask them in that sense is, uh, you know, why are you selling without too personal again, being professional each and every time? Why are you selling? And most times they would just tell you I'm being evicted. They will be blunt and I need the money so I can go. But what a lot of people don't do is offer any assistance in any way. Basically, OK, when well, when you move out. We'll pick up the title and we'll pay you. 
that's it. And they're not wrong in a sense. There's, you know, a whole conversation in that. But what I like to do is anything I can help you, anything I can do for you. And it may take, you know, this is a little extended answer, but it may take, a, I, I may ask, how much money do you need to be able to move out? Some of these people are losing their home and they have no money source of to be able to move their stuff, to be able to move, maybe rent a truck, whatever they need. So if we can put that in paper and I can mention that to them, that look, I can help you with a little upfront money. Now you're not just another investor, another dollar bill. Now you're somebody who's there for them. Again, it it's, thinks that they're losing their house, but if we can make it a win-win where we can help them and they can help us, it becomes again that win-win situation. And that's a great point that you make because Ultimately, what happens is um, a lot of times, yeah, if they're in financial distress, they don't mm -hmm. even have like, I don't know about your state, but here in our province in Ontario, in order to secure a home somewhere else, you have to have your first and your last month's rent in order to hold that, that, you know, unit for you, whether it's a, you know, whether it's another house or whether it's an apartment unit. Um, and they're already in financial distress and they've, they've got no, no money to even give that. So if you can say, Hey, look, well, I'll give your, your next unit or your next landlord, uh, find a, you know, find a place and I'll help you out. I'll give that. And then that'll help you move. Um, that's brilliant. And that sets you apart from the rest. So I think that's absolute key right there. Um, I think when you help people, it's the right thing to do as well. Right. So when you're talking to a, a park manager, Absolutely. say if you approach if you approach a park manager, what, um, you know, do you have a strategy or, you know, how's that conversation? Cause the manager is going to be a lot different. Do you, do you maybe, um, do you offer them a referral fee if you're able to pick up or do you say, Hey, look, if you help me, I think your owner is wanting to sell and I'll, you can keep your job. Like, do you offer them anything? What does that conversation look like? We can absolutely out of the three the park managers will be the hardest to speak to. And I'll break that down. Why? So the way every every state is different. I'm sure Canada, where you're at, may be a little different. But the way people become park managers here, especially in the not the nicer parks, is they did something somewhere in there that stood out, and they were approached by the park owner. Do you want to manage the park? That's great and all, but you know, and nothing against nobody. But the credentials may not necessarily be there in a sense. And by that, okay. Typically, this is an individual who lives in the park. They are now managers of the park. And the way they get paid for this, the compensation is they simply don't pay a lot rent on their home. So when you approach them, if they don't understand exactly what you do, they could simply think you're just trying to take over my job. I'm not a, I'm not going to start paying lot rent because you're trying to come in here and take my position. So the answer is no. They want you out, gone, go away kind of thing. You have to really break down and hold them above you give them that control. I, I tell them over and over during conversation, well, you're in control. You know, anything we do here investing wise, you know, it's going to make you look better because this park here now operates, let's say 50 units, 50 mobile homes, 10 of those are distressed just sitting there. You know, how happy is this park owner going to be when you're able to fulfill it and it's running at hundred percent because you took initiative and allowed investors to come in, et cetera. But again, you know, everything goes through you, you're in control. We want to make sure that you approve of it first. So you're constantly holding them above and letting them know that we're not taking over. We're simply investing in individual mobile homes and, you know, you in control, you know, we can work together. It is a relationship that you have to build. And we built some great relationships with park, park management where, you know, a lot of parks have units, individual mobile homes that, the park may own X amount of them, and then 
uh, the sell, the individuals in their own X amount of them. So when it's time to sell, you know, after building a relationship, we'll actually have part managers calling us, hey, Miss Mr. John or Miss Ann or whoever down the street is selling. I overheard them speaking. So just wanted to give you a heads up on that. And that's where their relationship grows into a beautiful thing. And in something like that, yes, we would give them a referral. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great point to make. Like sometimes the hardest path um, is the most lucrative. I mean, you got to do more work and it's a little bit more challenging and tougher to overcome. But if you're able to get through, then you really, you know, you break through that barrier and then you really are able to create a wonderful kind of relationship there that's symbiotic where you create a win-win. I mean, you need them as much as they need you, you know, you need them so you can keep investing into that mobile home park and then they need you to keep them looking great to the park owner. So I think that's fantastic. That is great. And again, like I said, I mean, we could go into all of the details and we could dive into all of this, uh, but I'm sure you have scripts and I know you know how to teach your students. I mean, you've got, you've got the mug to prove it. <laughs> So best coach ever right there. So uh, ultimately, um, uh, I'd, I'd love to share with my audience a little bit about Garcia University, uh, Mobile Home University, and kind of I want I, I would love for you to just share what you do and how you could maybe help people that want to learn a little bit more about mobile home parks. Absolutely. So yes, anyone interested can reach out directly to me at j at Garcia, MHU.com. That's my direct email and or visit our website at GarciaMobileHomeUniversity.com. You can type in short GarciaMHU.com and you will find all the lessons to a lot of these topics we're talking on here. We also do direct coaching, mentoring. If you're interested, whether in buying a mobile home or a mobile home park, we can definitely walk you step by step. Anything you need, we're a one-stop shop to mobile homes. That's awesome. And so, um, yeah, you know, let me ask you this. I didn't ask you this on the last call, but you're able to help people all over, like not just in one space, right? Because you have you have everything on your platform in your website. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So that's awesome, especially nowadays with COVID. Everybody knows how to navigate technology and kind of, you know, log on and do the online courses and that sort of thing. But you do also have support behind that. So I think that's fantastic. I just wanted to uh, to throw that out there. And of course, I did say this to him the last time you're in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, there is a limiting belief that, you know, you have to learn from somebody locally. But ultimately, and I'm living proof of this, I learned how to do flips in real estate in the States with my coaches down there. And, um, you know, and I'm really strong and confident uh, with my abilities and where I can go. Ultimately, real estate, this is what I learned. Real estate is the same fundamentally, no matter where you go. The lingo, the language might be a little bit different, but the concepts are all the same. They're going to change based on what market you're in, whether it's a new market in a, in a different country or within the same country even. So I just want to put that out there that, uh, you know, mobile home parks are ultimately all the same. They're laid out the same. You know, it's with or without the land lease and, you know, the values, the, the valuations and all of that. It's all pretty much the same. So I really think that you can help people uh, near and far because of the way you've set yourself up online. Um, and I just want to put that out there to my audience. So if anybody wants to learn about mobile home parts, you can go to GarciaMHU.com. You can also go to uh, Jose's uh, About Jose Garcia page. That's on our podcast site at Let's Get Real Estate um, podcast. And uh, and then just go to the, spe the guest tab and then you'll find him there. And uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you want to you chime in. 
Jose, did I miss anything? Is there anything else you want to share with the audience before we go? No, I think you cover most of it. Just uh, get out of your own way and let's connect. Yeah, you know, it's all about getting it done, getting it started, getting it done. I think that's, you're right, get out of your own way. Um, yeah, so, and sometimes we need a little bit of a nudge. So, all right, all right, Jose, thank you so much. We're going to sign off, say bye to all our listeners. Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Thank you. Always a pleasure to uh, give to the community. And uh, I'm going to have you back, Jose. We'll have you back because I love this. Absolutely. I love this topic. It's really intriguing to me. Awesome. Bye, everybody. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and congratulations on improving your education real estate. Please leave a review only if you felt we provided value as it would really help us if you would leave a five-star review so that we can help reach a broader audience. And don't forget to comment what you enjoyed and tell us what you are looking to learn more about. As always, thanks for your support and we'll see you on the next episode.